This is the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Welcome to Entrepreneur Series Season 2. The theme of this season is Let's Get Down to the Root. This series provides basic knowledge business owners or aspiring business owners need to know to be able to run a successful business. This season will touch on topics or related issues almost every entrepreneur faces on a personal level and professional level. Expect guests that are expertise on their individual field coming to this show to share some of their wisdom in regard to the topic. If you are interested in advertising your product or services, email us at venttimewithconnie at yahoo.com. Without further ado, here is your host, Connie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ventime with Connie podcast. Welcome to a brand new episode of Entrepreneur Series. Hello. Um, thank you guys so much for joining those that are new. Welcome to the family. Make sure you check other episodes because we have over 100 episodes and they are all interesting. So please do check them out and always come back. Um, for a new episode every Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central Time. And for the OGs, thank you so much. Welcome back. And we have a couple of announcements. Um, I think probably one announcement. Yes. So, ladies, ladies, uh, women of faith, if you are interested in growing, um, spiritually, um, your work with Christ, and you want to learn about the Bible, please join us. We do have a, um, like extension of this podcast called Vent to God, and it's a Bible study for just women. So we hold the Bible study via Zoom, and it happens bi-weekly because my schedule is full, and I can only uh, spare um at least one day on Monday bi-weekly. So we hold it bi-weekly on Mondays at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. That's U.S. time. So if you're interested, if you're free on that day, please send us email. VentileWithConnieAyahoo.com so we can bring you in. We'll send you the code, the meeting ID, and the passcode so you can join us whenever we begin. All right, guys, Um, we're still in March. This is probably the last episode of the month of March. So the month of March is still Women's um Month. So um, like I've been doing the previous episode, I've been shining light to inspiring women Um. You know, so far, um, and those are women that inspired me. Of course, they might not inspire you, but those we these are women that have inspired me. So, um, I decided to shout them out. So, the one I'll be shouting out today is um Ali Beth Stucky. She's a podcaster like I am, and she hosts a podcast called Relatable. This is where she analyzes culture, news, and politics from a biblical perspective. I just love how authentic. Um, I just love her authenticity. Oh my gosh, how authentic she is! Yes, let me know by my tongue. I just love how authentic she is in her podcast and how she's able to articulate her thoughts and on cultural issues. You know, um, and also relating these issues to the Bible or the Word of God, and she challenges me to think before I talk, in the sense that um, before I take a stand on any controversial or trending news I heard or read on social media, I ensure that I defer back to my faith, that's the Bible, and ask myself this question: 
what would God wants me to say or do right now? You know, like what would Jesus want me to do? So I encourage everyone to check her out, check out her podcast and listen to it with an open mind. Yes. And her podcast name is Relatable. Um, Thank you, Ali. And I must confess you have been a voice of reasoning in our generation. And thank you for all you do for the kingdom. Okay, guys. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up, fasten your seatbelt because I'm about to take you on a ride to discover how you can brand yourself. All right. Keep on listening. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest today. Um, Scottish last living the dream in Western Australia, teaching people across the world how to position themselves and get noticed. Usually found on LinkedIn, but she's she's partial to a good old scroll on Instagram too. She's also the host of Personal Branding Exposed Podcast, where she get awesome people from around the world to tell us how their particular skill or niche feeds into personal branding. She's also like de- she also like debunking myths, like personal branding is all about ego. Wrong. You need to listen to find out why. She started Relevant in 2019 because she wanted to use all the skills she had learned over the years, working for non-for-profits and show people that not only non-for-profits do great things, companies and and individuals do too. Everyone has a story worth sharing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Megan McMill. Hello, Megan. How are you doing today? Hey, Connie, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. So you are all the way from Australia. How is it over well, there? Well, it's um, it's lovely and warm. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> very safe. It's a, a good place to be at the moment, given what's happening around the world. We have been very lucky over here that there hasn't been many cases. So I feel very happy and lucky and privileged that um, I've been leaving, leading a fairly normal life. But I am actually from Scotland originally, and my mom and dad are still over there. So other than missing them a lot and not being able to see them, I, I can't complain too much. That's good. That's good. I have a friend in Australia. She talked about you guys had a bad weather with the rain or something this couple of last week. Yeah, that was over on the East Coast. So I'm over on the West Coast and um, Australia is massive. So that's like a it's a five hour flight away. So thankfully, wow. we're, we're pretty safe here in Perth. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you guys are safe. So today's topic, we're talking about personal branding, and it's something that you are well knowledgeable about. So I'm, I'm not, um, I, I believe you were able to answer all, mostly all my questions. So um, how did you get into personal branding? Well, it was kind of accidental, to be honest. I, um, I did psychology at university and then I moved back home to my country town in Scotland and I always loved events. So I started an events business at the ripe old age of 22 in my wow. hometown. And um, I did that for a couple of years until I decided that that wasn't enough. So I moved to Australia. So moved over here and I got my first job at WA Farmers Federation, which is a not-for-profit. And if anyone who's listening has ever worked at a not-for-profit, you have limited resources, meaning limited people, limited money, etc. And I, I don't know, it just 
I didn't know I was doing personal branding at that point, but I was basically building up the brands of my presidents, my CEOs, my chair people. And I was doing this not just in that job, but subsequently the other jobs that I went to afterwards as well, because like I said, limited funds. And um, I would just get so much more traction if I was putting people out as opposed to the organization out. I could get them on stage get them on radio into the newspapers I could get them in front of the right people but when it came out from the organization it was much harder it was almost like crickets and um, so unless you're a big organization that has a lot of money it's very hard to get much traction so when I decided in 2019 that I would start my own business at that point it was very much oh, outsourced marketing I thought that's what I did and then 2020 hit I finally um I handed in my notice and was going to go full-time into the business and I was listening to a lot of podcasts at that point and someone was talking about personal branding and I thought that's exactly what I do that is I you know to a T that is what I do so I rebranded I got rid of all the marketing stuff and now all I do is personal branding and it's just things I've been doing for the last 10 years without even knowing it without calling it something and now I have a name for it so that's how I got into it wow that's really good I can relate with what you're saying because for me one of my new year's resolution is to be more intentional in whatever that I'm doing I pay attention to what I've been doing all these years and I was like you know what I can actually I didn't know this is actually what it's called now I'm more intentional about it so I think basically what you did is you know basically focus on, okay, I know how to do this. This is actually what I'm doing. Now I can zero in and make sure I do it right. So that's, I, I can relate to that. So um, in your bio, it says that you can be found in LinkedIn and you tend to rate LinkedIn so high. Why is that? Oh, look, LinkedIn at the moment has got amazing organic reach. If I think back to my first business and I, I started a Facebook page for that business this was about the time where Facebook was actually commercializing a little bit and you could have Facebook pages not just the personal ones and you know I had about 3,000 odd followers on that and this was in a town of 6,000 people so that was pretty good saturation and by that point my business started kind of molding a little bit and I was looking after half the town and their Facebook pages and it was growing it was going amazing it was brilliant whereas nowadays you have to pay for the pleasure to be able to get your followers to see your stuff on link eh, on Facebook it's so saturated it's very very hard whereas LinkedIn is like that at the moment the organic reach is massive you've got about 700 million users on there but you've only got 3 million of them that are actually creating content that means you've got a massive gap where there's just passive users they're not creating anything they're not content creators but they're consumers so they're consuming they're putting out so if you can put quality content out there fairly regularly and I'm not talking daily I'm not going to give you a Gary V where you have to post there three times a day every single day you know oh, okay. have some quality posts um, that go out fairly regularly then you're going to get cut through as long as you start positioning yourself and like you said you're intentional you can't just turn up and start posting random things and one day you're talking about your dog one day you're talking about your business the next day you're talking about airplanes you know find what your niche is find what it is that you're going to talk about what do you want to be known for and 
continue to talk about that on LinkedIn and you will get so much cut through. It might take three, six months, but once it starts, once the ball starts rolling, you're going to get so much traction. It's a money network. It is where people who have money, decision makers, people who are actually willing to part with their cash, that is where they hang out. They're not scrolling on Instagram. If you are an actual person and you're selling a service or you are the product and service, you personally, then that's where the people who are going to buy it are. If you're on Instagram and you're selling something that's, you know, it's pretty, it's a product, it's swimsuits, it's bottles of perfume or it's um, makeup or, you know, something that's actually very visual. Great. Instagram's a brilliant place for products. It's much harder for service providers. Um, I still use, um, I use Instagram and LinkedIn hand in hand quite successfully to build my personal brand and that of my clients as well. But LinkedIn is nowhere near as saturated as Instagram. So if you're looking for cut through, you're looking for much higher ROI and your time and money, then LinkedIn's where you need to be hanging out just now. Wow. I usually post um, some of my new release, um, new episode on LinkedIn. There was a time I was so frequent with it. Like I was, you know, I was consistent with it. But this year I've kind of... um, I would say I've kind of backslided a little bit. And now hearing you talk about um, LinkedIn, how we can actually get traction from it, it's changing my mind. I was like, you know what? I need to get back again posting on LinkedIn because you're right. I mean, I have had people reach out to me on LinkedIn as in those that are willing, you know, those business people that you probably will not see on Instagram reach out. So I really, you're right. I really need to go back again posting on LinkedIn. Yeah. It's, um, it's a digital extension of you as a person and it goes with you. It doesn't stay with the company that you're working for at the time. It doesn't stay even with the business that you own at this point in time. It molds with you. It stays with you, which I think is incredible. I developed, um, at the end of last year, I developed a build your personal brand on LinkedIn um, program, which has been really successful. And I get a lot of feedback that say the same thing that it's a slow burn but after you know three or four months they start getting lots more into their inbox and it's people who are actually willing to part with their money Mm. on instagram you might get a lot of dms but a lot of the time it's people who want to sell you something or it's that they want to collaborate on something that's not going to be beneficial to you Mm. or that it's someone like asking for something but they want it for free whereas on linkedin pockets are open purses are open Yes, they, they, they are willing to pay. They definitely yes. are. So I know we have talked about this, um, what I'm about to ask you now, kind of around, we, we talked around about it, but I want to just go ahead and answer it. What is personal branding? How, how do you define that? So your personal brand is everything that someone thinks, feels, or says about you. So everybody has a personal brand. As soon as you walk out the front door, your personal brand is on. People are making assumptions about you. They're making judgments about you. They're saying things about you, feeling things about you. And you'll never have full control over what someone thinks, feels, and says about you, but you can definitely influence it. So it's everything from making sure that when you walk out the front door and you attend different events, that you're going to the right things, that you're in front of the right people, that you're wearing the right clothes. Now, when I say you're wearing the right clothes, it's not about having to wear a suit because that's what's expected of you. It's about dressing for you. You have got, I think it's like seven seconds. You've got seven seconds to make an impression when you turn up in person for, with someone. Three seconds 
online. So you've got to remember your face is your logo. It's the one logo that you will take with you for the rest of your life. So you've got to put that on show. You've got to get your face out there. You've got to keep showing up in places, whether that's in person or online. Your personal brand, like I said, is what people think, feel and say about you. But in order to be able to influence it, make sure you're in the right places, whether that's online or in person, you're in the right places in front of the right people. Now, the right people for me are not the right people for you and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So you've got to find out who it is that you're trying to influence. Who is it you're trying to impact? Who is it that's important to you that they see you, that they hear you, that they know about you? That's who you want to get in front of. And it's not about being internet famous we're not trying to create a load of kardashians here where you know you're able to sell stuff because of your tiny waist and your big bum no nothing like that it's about being industry (laughs) famous you know it's it's as simple as that it's about being famous to a smaller set of people actually going to buy from you they're actually going to hire you they actually want to collaborate with you you know it's whatever is important to you it's who you can have an impact in front with and it's the exact same as branding for a company like coca-cola you know you see the coca-cola red whether there's any writing on it or not you recognize that red Mm -hmm. you see the coca-cola text on that red and it's they maybe write a different name like at the moment they've got the cans where they write everyone's names on them well you still recognize it so you need to make sure that your brand is recognizable is there a color that you always wear is it something about your hair is it that you always wear big earrings or that you've got the brightest lipstick or is it that you've got fancy shoes like what is it about you that's going to stand out when you walk into a room and when you're online I'm also recognizing you you want to make sure that that same person is turning up online and offline Wow. Yes. I love that you say online and offline. So basically I'm not encouraging people to be fake to the, to you no. know, be one thing to others then in your private life. That's not actually who you are. So your, your personal, your personal branding can be something that you already, who you are already. You just basically, you know, be more intentional about it. It's so much easier when it's just you, because yes. if not, you're acting and trying to all the time is really hard like it's not sustainable so yes it's about leaning into who you are your personal brand if you think about it it's a hundred percent but it's made up of lots of little facets of your life now it'll be to do with what you're passionate about it'll be about what lights you up what it is what's your um zone of is your sorry your zone of genius like what are you actually good at what impact are you trying to have who are the people in your life that you know the rule of association who are these people that you surround yourself with All of that makes your personal brand. Now, I put online what I want people to see, as in like on, I'm intentional on LinkedIn, on Instagram, in person, you will will see part of me, but that's not 100% of me. That's 100% of my personal brand that I put out there publicly. But I have a personal life that I keep personal because a lot of people are worried about giving too much of their personal life away. I don't give everything away. I give enough away so it feels like you know me fully okay that's good that's a good strategy that's a good way to look at it um because i mean for some people like me that's very private you know you don't want to give everything away so mm -hmm. so that's good so why do we need help with our personal brand with our personal brand it's the it's the exact same as having a personal trainer 
you can walk into the gym, you can see all the equipment and you can go and use it if you want. But how much easier is it if you've got someone who actually shows you how to use it properly? Mm. How much easier is it if you've got someone who's keeping you accountable, someone who's actually um, looking at your progress and helping you, someone who you've, you've told your goals to so that you're actually going in a direction. If not, all you're doing is you're going to the gym, you're using a few machines and you'll be lucky if it works or not. There's way more to it as well. There's your nutrition. There's the stuff that happens That's behind true. the scenes as well as in the front. Having a um, personal branding coach or strategist like me, it's the exact same, but it is for you in a more professional sense. It's making sure that everything behind the scenes is fit and healthy and that we're going out and we're presenting the best version of you to the right people. We're getting you known for what it is you want to be known and we're getting you industry famous or niche famous. And we're not, I'm not fussed about internet famous. I don't care if you've got a thousand followers or a hundred thousand followers or how many likes you have, because if it's not actually translating into jobs or sales or clients for you, then what does it matter? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Cause so many people can get carried away with the Instagram famous and they forget about yep. real life, you know, reality, you know, because yep. those followers does not match up how much money you have in your account. So nope, does yes. not. Okay, so I want us to talk about this, the strategy this time around. So what are the benefits of strategic, I mean, strategically building your personal brand? Well, if you're not strategic about it, or at least have some sort of plan of action, then you're basically getting swept up. Someone else will brand you. you know, if you're not intentional yourself and you don't brand yourself, someone else will. People are saying things about you. They're feeling things. They're thinking things about you. And they they become reality because that's what people say. So if you're not actually behind it and you're steering it, you're going to get caught up with what other people are going to, the direction they're going to take you. It's even as simple as, you know, when you're in school, and you want to do something that's maybe you want to be an artist or you want to be a sports person or a singer, something like that, something that your parents would go, oh, there's no money in that. It's very hard to do it. So mm -hmm. instead you go and you be a lawyer or an accountant or, you know, you study <laughs> science, something that, you know, it's safe. There, there's money in it, et cetera. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that's your parents' concern. And that's completely valid because every parent wants the best for you, yes. but you're not actually following your true dream. Instead, you're getting caught up in, someone else's reality and someone else's dream and that's what's really hard it's the exact same when you're growing up and maybe you maybe aren't as passionate about something or see or you know being a performer etc so it doesn't even have to be as left of center as that it could just be as simple as you want to be you want a certain position within an organization but you never get those opportunities because people within the organization think you're quite happy where you are. If you don't poke your head up, if you aren't intentional, if you aren't starting to build your brand, those opportunities just don't get presented to you. So there's a lot of benefit in being strategical. And at the end of the day, it comes down to money and opportunity and actually having an impact. Yes. And also, um, um, I'm guess um, what I'm getting from what you say too, you have to also know who you are. So people will not tell you who you are, you know, so, um, so you'd be represented well, you know, how exactly you want your true self would be represented basically. So you have to be strategic yeah, about that. Yeah. And that's, um, that's part of what I do as well. The first few sessions are generally trying to find out who on earth are you? Because half the time we don't know <laughs> ourselves who we are, yes. you know, 
we have an idea of who we are and a lot of that is built up around things that other people say about us but who are we really what are we actually passionate about and it's trying to dig down into that why and you know creating something around that because there's no point working with someone like me and we're on a course and all of a sudden halfway through you go I don't stuff because if you don't care about it it won't last a long time and your your personal brand is ever evolving so I'm not saying that you need to know now what you're going to do for the next 40 years what I'm saying is you need to know what kind of direction you're going in for the next couple of years at least and you know what when you get to halfway there or even to the end goalpost is the goalpost you think you have the likelihood is other opportunities will have presented themselves other doors will have opened other directions will present themselves the world changes so quickly that things that don't even exist right now will exist and that's what will interest you but you'll have done the groundwork you'll have started building your personal brand because people follow you so you might be known for one thing today but you really need to get that following behind you so that when you do pivot or you go into something else that you're passionate about or maybe it's that you want to get, get into charity work and it's got absolutely nothing to do with your professional life then people will follow you and understand why you're passionate about that as well there's it's not a one size fits all and it's not a exhausted thing it's about trying to get the different skills in place so that you can take them with you forever you know so that you can change careers you can change businesses you can start businesses you can have side hustles can have things that you're really interested in and you can make money from them it is about commercializing you wow that's true i mean um i think um man i'm learn a lot from you um I think I'll have to probably sit down and think about <laughs> you know um you know my personal branding because it's, it's it's really really important especially being a podcaster you know like I said this year I want to be really intentional in whatever that I do so I guess that's where um um personal brand strategies come in so what does a personal brand um strategies do Basically, a little bit like what I've been talking about really is that, you know, I have a three month program, minimum three months you have to work with me because nothing ever happens. You've got to give something 90 days at least. And the very beginning of the program is about trying to find out who you are, where you're trying to go, goal setting, what's important to you, who are the people you're going to surround yourself with. Then it's about putting the strategy in place, which is actually implementing it. You know, what is it that's important? What works and what doesn't work? It's about having someone to keep you accountable. It's about having someone to bounce ideas off because talk to about some of these things. If you're employed, so you're you're trying to get to the top of the ladder, you're a careerist, the people that you surround yourself with might be your competition. They might be the people that are also going to go for those roles. So how can you confide in them? You need to have someone external who has only got your best interest in mind and has has a pathway for you, wants to create help create that pathway with you. If you have your own business and you want to create, you want to get more clients, etc., the likelihood is that some of your closest friends might be in the corporate world and just don't understand the same things that entrepreneurs have to go through. 
who do you bounce those ideas off? Who do you get all this like information from? Um, and I've been through it or I have clients that have gone through it. So it's, I can shortcut your process as well, because I can tell you what has worked before and what doesn't work. I'm willing to be there for you when you try things out because you don't know until you try. And what doesn't, what works for one person doesn't always work for another. What works in one industry doesn't work in another industry, but you can learn from cross-pollinating across industries which we don't often do because we are too busy being surrounded by people within our own industry in our own bubble that you need to expose yourself to that kind of greater world I guess so yeah working with a strategist it looks different for everyone but the end goal is pretty much always the same which is to get you known to brand you get you in front of people um, and start actually making money from who you are as a person. Wow. So um, I know you said this in your bio. Just let's just clear some stereotypes about personal branding. Is it all about ego? Because some people might think that w- that's what it's all about. No. So people think that, you know, if you say, oh, personal branding, they go, oh, I don't want to be internet famous. I don't want an Instagram. I don't want to share all my life. I don't want pictures of me out all the time. It's not that at all. What it is, is you are telling people what it is that you're good at, what it is that you can help them with. There's someone out there who needs what you have. And if you don't put it out there, they'll never know about it. Likewise, your network is only, you've heard that saying, your network is your network worth well it's completely worthless if it doesn't know what you do how can anyone recommend you how can word of mouth start to play if nobody actually knows what it is that you do or what it is that you're trying to do if not you get opportunities but they're not opportunities you want they're things that other people think you want so it's it's not about building your ego it's definitely helping other people by putting out there what it is you can do the other thing is that you know people talk about it being internet famous and I've already covered on this again I don't care how many likes you get on your social media channels I just want you out there and you know that's why LinkedIn is great because half the time I some some of the posts I will put out I might get anywhere between 15 to 20 likes on it and half a dozen comments now that doesn't sound like an awful lot of engagement that doesn't matter to me because I can see the insights and I can see the thousands of people that have actually seen this post. Now, half of them probably haven't really consumed it properly, but the other half have. So that's still a good, like, that's a good number of people that have actually consumed it. The real telltale for me is that when I walk down the street or I go to an event, someone mentions what they've seen me write about. They've seen one of my videos. They've seen one of my, heard one of my podcasts. That's what matters. You've got to remember people are very passive, especially the people who really need you you know if you um if you're building your personal brand and you're actually very passionate about something that's sensitive whether it's um something to do with domestic abuse or it's something to do with children etc a lot of the people who need you the most are not going to be sitting on social media commenting liking and sharing the posts that you're putting out because that's a telltale sign that they need that help They'll, they'll drop into your inbox and they'll know to come and speak to you quietly when they see you in person or, or however it is that they come in contact with you, but they're not going to publicly put it out there. So those vanity matrix, just be very aware that the people who really, really need you most of the time won't actually admit that they do and put it out there. It's going to be very behind the scenes. So it's quality over quantity. 
Wow, you are absolutely right. Oh my gosh. Because that's something I'm realizing too. Because in this podcast, because um, I'm very passionate about it, some topics that I talk about is very sensitive as well too. And But I won't hear anybody messaging me or anything, but a lot of people do listen to it. I was like, why don't I, why don't I hear from these people? Then I have, sometimes I have to think about, I was like, well, if you were you, would you be able to make it known? you know yeah sometimes people are not really ready but they are i'm sure i'm helping them out a little bit but they don't want to admit they are one of the people you know that can relate to this you know so it does make sense wow okay yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah because some people are very private too they would know about you but they don't want to announce it yeah and it's hard and do you know what? most people give up just before it's about to turn a corner because you feel like mm-hmm. you're just repeating yourself you feel like you're going and going and going and nothing's happening and generally that's just about to turn just as you give up so don't give up mm-hmm. keep going and it's you're so right you you're helping people every time you turn up you're helping people mm-hmm. and you might not know about it for another six months or six years but there will be someone that's listening that goes that helped me so much that was a turning point for me wow yes that was an encouragement to me personally but thank you so much but um is there a difference between your because we talked about this a little bit but I want us to go more in depth in it is there a difference between your online and offline personal brand there shouldn't be. Um, I try and encourage my clients to bring their offline brand online as much as well, not their offline brand, their offline activity online as much as possible so that you can actually, um, you can kind of cross pollinate, I guess. But what happens is that, you know, if you attend an event, there might be 500 people in the room. I know that that might sound a bit foreign to people at the moment um, who are in lockdown, etc. But, you know, once we get back to events, you know, there might be 500 people in that event. There's no way that you're going to be able to speak to all 500 people. You'd be lucky if you have a decent conversation with five or 10 of them over the duration of that event Uh, so that's those people that you've had a touch point with if you take pictures or you have some insight about the event and you share it online you then you use the hashtags and you tag in the event organizer all that kind of stuff the likelihood is that you know a few more of those 500 people might see that you were there so you've got a touch point with maybe 20 or 30 people at that point which is much better than the five or ten you had previously um plus you've then got the recognition and you can start conversations with other people that were there who might see down the line oh i saw you were also there what did you think about such and such or you know you can start conversations then also the people who weren't even in the room will get in touch with you or see that you were there and think oh you're active within that community or you're active in that area of expertise etc so it just starts building out so suddenly you've had touch point maybe with five to ten people you could be up to 500 you could be up to 5,000 people by the time you're finished once you've brought it online so bringing that offline activity online is really important for actually uh, creating reach now I know that's really hard at the moment because um, of lockdown there's not the same kind of events that they're has been previously but you can still do stuff online your your podcast is a great example right now as we record this nobody's listening live there's only you and me so at the moment your touch point is one person which is me then you put it onto social media you put it onto a couple of different channels and all of a sudden it's 
there's a few more people, then I also share it because I'm part of it or I comment on it. So there's a few of my people like it. So it's growing and you just want to keep growing. But that's a that's an offline activity and this even though we're online night right now um it's technically offline because it's not social it's not just on a social media channel and you're repurposing it so yeah look repurpose lots of things and also nobody is i mean unless you're 18 years old and you're maybe listening everyone's got probably about five to 10 years of experience behind them stories that they can draw on so even if you're not out and about at the moment you know is it is it you know, did something come up in your memories on Facebook that 10 years ago you started your first job? Tell us a story about that. Tell us about what you learned in that job, where you are now, how you've changed, because that's your story to tell. It's your right to be able to say that this is where I started and I did X, but now I do Y. Because if not, the people who knew you back when you started that job still think you're doing X. And you have got to tell them that you have developed, that you have grown and what you're doing now. Because if not, people are still on an old chapter of your story and you need to bring them up to speed. Wow, that is so true. That is so true. So we have come to the end of this, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to give words of encouragement to anyone listening to this right now. Because most people that listen to are those that are thinking about starting a business or whatnot. So what words of encouragement can you give to them? They probably wonder, oh my gosh, what would be a personal, like, how am I going to brand myself? You know, do I even know myself? You know, they're like very confused right now. What would be a words of encouragement you can give to them? Oh, look, I'm not just going to say to you to keep going at it because you know what? It's hard. What I'm going to say to you is that you just need to sit down and think about what it is that you really, really want because and write it on a um, write it on a whiteboard write it on a post-it note put it somewhere so you know what direction you're going on and you know what half the time you won't make it to that um, that destination because that's completely fine because other opportunities others will present themselves on the way but at least you've got something to focus on and always 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 remember that your face that face that you have, whether you like to look at it or not, that is your logo. That is the thing that people are going to recognize from you. You need to get it out there. You need to get it out there in person. You need to get it out there online. Get yourself some pictures. It's not like if you can afford to get a professional branding photo shoot, go and do it if you can. If not, our phones are amazing now. Like the Samsungs and the iPhones, they've got live focus and portrait mode. You can get some really good pictures. You need to get your face out there. You wouldn't walk out the front door and attend an event with a bag over your face so don't turn up online without showing your face as well you have got to leverage your best asset and your very lovely logo that you have which is your face so my words of encouragement is get your face out there because everybody (laughs) wants to see it (laughs) yes and you have something amazing to offer you sure do each and every one of us do have a gift god have gifted us so um use it okay Okay, thank you so much, Megan, for coming. I have enjoyed talking to you and I've learned a lot. Like, I'm going to do my homework, definitely. And I'll probably be reaching out to you soon about talking about this personal branding because this episode have definitely benefited me. And I hope those that are listening, this will also benefit you because that's the whole point of me doing this series in the first place. But thank you so much, Megan, for coming. And um, I hope you enjoy this episode. This recording. Thank you so much, Connie. 
Thank you so much. It's been fantastic speaking to you. And for any of your listeners, I'll give you the link, Connie, at the end to put into the show notes so that they can get, I've got a free checklist so they can start work on their um, their LinkedIn profile so they can start using it more like a landing page because that will really help you. And sometimes you just need a little checklist to get you on your way. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. But um, I want also, I want you to give out a where can my listeners contact you so they can reach out to you or your website or anything um if the website's just megan uh, relevant megan so r-e-l-e-v-a-n-t megan m-e-g-a-n.com and now you can find me on there and instagram and linkedin are where i hang out the most so it's just relevant megan or megan mcneil and i will pop up and yeah feel free to give me a, a dm message me and let me know if you listen to connie's podcast episode so that i know where you came from and um, what you took away and if I can help you with anything let me know all right no problem and do you have any upcoming event upcoming um any event that you want to promote not so much an event it's just my my LinkedIn program for building your personal brand it's always open it's a self-paced program so that you can really get yourself set up that's always open and then um, my one-on-one personal brand coaching is is kind of rolling as well. I've got, um, I think it'll be a couple of months before I've got some space again, but yeah, that's how you can work with me. Okay. That's good. So I will have the website. Um, I will have your website on linked on this episode and also the checklist. You're going to send me the link. I will have it linked on this episode too. So guys, make Perfect. sure you check out all her information on the description of this episode, but thank you so much, Megan, for coming. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do, make sure you come back for more episodes, for more interesting episodes next week, Tuesday. Remember, we release episode, new episode every Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central Time. God loves you, and I love you too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to like, rate, review, or share this podcast. Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to venttimewithconnie at yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.